Jonathan, isn't it a beautiful day? What, what, what Ruben? What do you mean? What, I, what? I, I, I mean, I was excited to record today. I was gonna break up in hives if I didn't uh, get to record today. You know, it's better I'll, than bumbling around uh, today. You know? Bro, Ruben, you're funny dude. Ruben, is this really? Is it? Yeah, is this really the opening stinger you're choosing? Unfortunately, yes. Why don't you be a deer and uh, just uh, cue the music, honey? Oh my god, you're funny. Play the fucking play the little tune, <laughs> the little little ah, whatever. You yeah. recorded it. You I made know. It. I know. I like it. I'm just saying that you know. <laughs> All right, just here we go. <laughs> Creation is beautiful. See what's happening this week with the pop culture. Welcome to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Kiros. I am one third of Cubed, and I am being joined am, today, as always, by uh, Jacob Kiros, another third of Cubed. As always, you said, as if this, this, this. Shut up! You bastard! And the and the more stable member, uh, JQ, the last uh-huh, third. Sure. Of Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking shit now. We're talking yeah, about. I, I might have sent some some a uh, thirty day free trial to somebody who was like, "I don't need help. Ah, I got it. I got it all under control." Why? Wait, why you, you, said, you said? Wait, you said that to Jonathan too? He sent it to both of us because you're both mentally unstable. You're welcome. This podcast is sponsored by Headspace. Jacob, it's not be... sponsored by Headspace. Ruben, we have to legally say that we are not sponsored by Headspace. To legally not. clarify, we do not have a legal team. Our legal team, our legal team is my is my is my good friend JJ, who's in law school, who doesn't listen to the podcast. So and yeah. James, who's running in the rat r- wheel as we speak, powering <laughs> our episode. Yeah, as soon as we lost the rat, James has been running. <laughs> Man, that's all him. It's crazy. Oh my god. Shout out to James. Calories. His episode is now in our top 50 episodes. <laughs> Let's go. Wait a minute. Wait, wasn't, wasn't that our 50th episode? That was our 50th? 53rd. 53rd, 53rd. This is number we've been, we've been at it for too long, my guys. We've been at it for way too long. And we haven't busted yet. All right, let's get to the news. Uh, we had a request from wow. one of Jacob's buddies to briefly discuss the Grammys. Uh, Jacob, I wonder if out. he's even gonna watch it. Aiden, be fun. this is for you. This it's, segment is for you. This was this was probably gonna be two minutes. Taylor Swift won Album of the Year. I mean, again, 
Shocker. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't listen to her music. Isn't I, that I, her 14th she's, Grammy? She's fine. Yeah. She's, she, she, yeah. she's fine. She, it, it's like, I, I think people overreact. She's fine. Like, like as a musician, fine. It's it's whatever. But it's just like the sheer, um, it's the fans that annoy me. They're like, who's bigger than Michael Jackson? More talented than Michael? Better than, than Kendrick? All these, and like, it's all like, oh, man, you didn't win album of the year. Maybe you should have made a better album. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be listening to 1989 when I can listen to the Pimp a Butterfly. All right? <laughs> yeah, I don't follow the Grammys, but like last week I learned that the weekend's blinded by the light was not even nominated that year. No. And I have now I have now vowed never to take the Grammy seriously. So we're not gonna talk about this long. Miley Cyrus <laughs> won her first Grammy. Uh also want to highlight that. Uh let's see. Yay! What else what else should we highlight? I also want to highlight that uh and uh, because I and, well, first of all, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, I release covers every once in a while. You know, I do do a little do a little singing. Anyway, but uh Leve, <laughs> I Icelandic, Icelandic singer, Icelandic Chinese singer That's Leve. A, it's not, really? It's, it's Leve? It's, it's, it's Leve. I know. What? I know, right? It's crazy. It's That's Icelandic. Crazy. It's Icelandic. But yeah, Leve won her first uh her first Grammy for it was a best traditional pop album of the year. Thank God. Uh, yeah, dude, good. Bewitched is so good. I I seriously, guys, if you guys haven't heard of Leve, first of all, w- stop listening to Doja. Please switch over to this. This is a quality music. This is like it's jazzy, but it's also got kind of a modern twist to it. It's good, man. Leve's so called Laufey. Lave yeah, Leve spelled L A U F E Y. Yeah, because I thought it was right, low all this time. I, actually... I did too. I did. I didn't know until I got the Spotify rap, and she was oh, in yo, my top. Yo, yo. She was One in my last top. thing. One last thing I want to mention. Yeah. Killer Mike won rap album of the year, and then and he got arrested. arrested. <laughs> I was so I I almost had a heart attack because I was like, "What did he do?" And then it was just like, "Oh, he got into a tussle with a security guy." I'm like, "That was it." Which I want to highlight (laughs) how ridiculous, once again, it is. I don't know if we ever talked about it much here. How ridiculous it is that Will Smith did not get arrested that night at the Oscars. Yes. Because he he did worse. He assaulted someone on stage. (laughs) That's because he won an Oscar that night. That's the only reason. No, no, it was before he won. So then he gets up and gives his speech and everyone gives him a standing ovation. I'm like. You credence. Yeah, it was hilarious <laughs> to me because I honest to God forgot he won that night. I I, I completely <laughs> forgot. I completely, and he won I, after. He won after. That's the bigger point. Like he yeah. won after the incident. Yeah. Like, was- yeah. No, but yeah, no. Uh, well, first of all, the Grammys just hate black people. You know, <laughs> as Jay Z pointed out. Yeah, Beyonce's never won album of the year. Oh yeah, no, Beyonce has yeah. never. This one of he, the best artists of the last. Three decades has never won album of the year, but Taylor Swift has won it like eight times. Like what the yep. heck? Like okay, one like one or two I get, but that many times she you is know, not. You know her music is not revolutionary. Yeah, exactly. Who, who's been nominated fourteen yeah. times and has, hasn't won? Who? Snoop D O double G. Snoop D O double G. Not if not for gin and juice, bro. He didn't win for gin and juice. <laughs> Rolling down the street, smoking indoors, sticking on gym and juice. Ooh, the politics uh, of the put my mind on my body and my body. Wait, my mind, my on, mind on my money. My mind on my money and my money on my mind. Thank you. Why is it body? <laughs> my mind's on my body, bro. I've been thinking. Why you? Be, why are you as a man thinking about yourself? You thinking about men? You thinking about you? 
what, what part are you thinking about? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! All right, <laughs> uh, the politics of the Grammys seem worse than the politics that, of the they're, Oscars. They're actually yeah. Horrible. What? Okay, okay. I want to cover what? the music Grammys real quick since that's in our lane. Uh, Barbie's what I what I've been made for. What, what's that song? The Billie Eilish song from the yeah. Uh, what it I was won, made for. What I was made for. One song of the year overall, and it also won best song one. in a movie. Uh, basically, I, I, that was, I, uh, if you're if you're betting the Oscars, bet on Billie Eilish winning her second. I'd also bet on Oppenheimer winning best score. Uh, Ludwig won a Grammy, his fourth overall here. Uh, Barbie also won best album of the year overall, and in a movie, best movie album of the year yeah. over other stuff. Uh, I don't know which ones. And then uh, oh, last movie, John Williams won best score uh, or piece of the year for uh, oh Elena's, Elena's theme from uh, Dial of Destiny. Wars. Actually kiss my oh, ass. Oh, Actually the... kiss my ass. Legitimately, legitimately kiss my fucking ass, dude. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm not, not serious. Even, not even close. Not even close to the best to the best track this year in yeah, general. Yeah, I forgot but what no, the award is. Disrespectful. Course, disrespectful. Also, I agree with it. also, look at this. Uh, Andre, Andre, future Andre and Andre 3000 song scientists and engineers won rap song of the year. That means my boy Andre's back on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Andre. oh my god. All right, uh, so that is uh, us covering the Grammys. Uh, I hope yeah, Jacob's friend actually listens. About it. Thank you, Aiden. I hope, thank you I hope for Aiden for actually the... listens. <laughs> yes. What are you going to say, Jay? I said th- uh, thank you for the suggestion I was about to say. Uh, we yeah. weren't going to cover it, but yeah, thank you. If anyone yeah, I, else has suggestions out there, let us know. We will yeah, consider I really, I really didn't want to cover it because I think it's a joke. Um, granted, some of uh no, okay, I, I'm being mean though. Some of my uh, I, I can't talk shit because my uh, I mean Jose's won a Grammy I think before. Some of the teachers from the school that I went to have been nominated several times. One of the teachers in my school is actually went to one of the top music schools yeah, in the country. My but one of the one of the teachers was in the one of our teachers. Uh, oh God, why am I forgetting that? Jeff Coffin. He is part of the Dave Matthews band. So that man. Oh, oh shit. my God. Yeah, that, that man has won. That man has won quite a few Grammys at this yeah. point. <laughs> oh, all right. Gross. Shout out to all those people. Now on to the news. Uh, I think yesterday was a, uh, di- well, movie news, I should say. Yesterday was like a Disney investors meeting. Uh, and we got a surprise announcement. Um that we didn't include in our most uh, anticipated movies episode because this movie did not exist until yesterday. Apparently, uh, Moana 2 is coming out Thanksgiving weekend this year, 2024. Uh, Why does it seem like it came out of nowhere? It's because it was a repurposed TV show. The TV show was announced years ago. It was going to come out on Disney+. Plus, But now the movie is going to take its place. Uh, Let's see what else was confirmed. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't coming back uh, for the songwriting. You might might as well well just throw it in the garbage of that. Just grab it. (laughs) Uh, the original directors aren't coming back either basically this is the same crew that was working on the tv show and now it's been turned into a movie personally i think this was probably done because disney doesn't have many projects due to the strikes this year so they're trying to uh this something. they didn't have a disney animation movie this year they could have released this yeah this might be the mega mind killer damn what do you mean the mega mind killer yeah mega mind Mind 2 is coming out this year right yeah, this is my yeah, this, well, what, 
This is about to overshadow it completely. That would it would have been any movie that any other <laughs> anime, at least Mega Mind isn't going the theaters, bro. Okay, That's but that, but calling that an animated movie is a sin. <laughs> it's animated in the same way that like a dead body with two electrodes on either side is animated. You know what I mean? Like it's moving, but it's not alive. <laughs> Here's the plot synopsis they gave, okay? Um, Moana 2 will take an expansive new voyage with Moana, Maui, and a brand new crew of unlikely seafarers. After receiving an unexpected call from her wayfinding ancestors, Moana must journey to the far seas of Oceania into dangerous, long-lost waters for an adventure unlike anything she's ever faced. It sounds like a TV show concept, quite honestly. Like, I... I... (laughs) Like Moana's on a ship sailing all the way across the world, and, and she goes on little adventures. Isn't the live action one coming out next year too? Anyway, it's what is, officially what coming Disney, out next year? There's no way. There's no way they release the live action. Doing? Yeah. What is There's Disney no way. doing? That's getting delayed. There's no way they release the live action one six months after the animated sequel. Yeah. That would be too I, much. I, I don't know what these idiots are doing at this point. I, they're floundering. They ri- Disney is floundering for real. They, yeah, are, they are floundering. I I have never. This is like. This is depressing. This is like seeing like your like your grandpa who was like top of his game back in the day. Now he's like brewing at the side of his mouth and he has to drink soup out of a straw. You know, that's where God damn right <laughs> Okay, so it looks like music because the music was three people in the original. Looks like Lynn's the only one who didn't come back. I don't know if the other two guys got resentful that Lynn got all the credit as well, because that was kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> You could tell it. You could tell so some of those songs, especially, you can tell were mostly Lynn. But the other ones, I will admit that that there are some songs where you where you can tell that you know it's not just Lynn writing them. Your welcomes a hundred percent, Lynn Manuel. Oh, your welcome, your welcome and shiny are both definitely Lynn Manuel Miranda. How <laughs> uh, far I'll go sounds just like he did the lyrics. Maybe, maybe. I think he did the lyrics. I don't think he did the music on that one. Personally, look personally, I I think this is gonna be bad. Um, they haven't yeah, confirmed yeah, that the cast yeah. is coming back, but The Rock did tweet out the teaser announcement today, so you have to assume he's back as Maui. Um, I don't know. Of course, what else would he be doing, Ruben? I don't know if the voice of Moana. He's washed. (laughs) I don't know if the voice of Moana is coming back. That hasn't been confirmed. But yeah, Jacob, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I don't think you've given your perspective yet. My thoughts, my my thoughts about it is: what else are they going to do with Moana? I I really don't care. Um, If they make a live action, maybe that's cool because I can see the rocks pecs on on screen again. I'm so glad. I'd be so happy. Um, but besides that, I don't care. Fair. Uh, also <laughs> announced yesterday, uh, they announced release years for a bunch of the freaking sequels because apparently now Disney's going to go all in and making uh, making sequels. Let's be real. When, is Disney ever been, when have they ever been an original company, Ruben? The last four years, they've been making all originals, to be fair to them, but since those didn't do that well... Originally. The last... The last four years? Are we? Are we? Are, 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 are you? Are you kidding me right now? I mean, what? What? Raya, Strange World, Wish were all originals, and then yeah, you had, they, from the Pixar side, you had Soul, Luca, Turning Red. Yeah, but Pixar has always been. They they've made their own stuff. Disney has been feeding off of the public domain since they started, essentially. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 
what they've been doing. And you can tell because as soon as they try an original concept like Strange World or Raya, it's shit. It's yes. not that good. <laughs> it was bad. Very bad. Yeah. As soon as they try to be original, it's like, oh, God, uh, uh, I get, uh, let's do it. I, I got to watch Strange World so I can actually have like a definitive stance on the movie because I haven't okay, seen like, it yet. Listen, listen to this shit. Okay. So this year now is Inside Out 2 and Moana 2, right? Next yeah. year, uh, Zootopia 2, 2025, that was announced. That's next year. And 2026, we're getting a repeat of 2019. We are getting a Frozen and a Toy Story movie. We're getting Frozen 3, Toy Story 5 in 2026. Oh, my God. Why are they still going with that? That second Frozen movie was garbage. <laughs> it was also announced uh, there's two Star Wars movies for now planned for 2026. The Ray movie that was previously announced. And then the Mandalorian and Grogu, which we didn't talk about on here, but that uh, instead of the next Mandalorian season, they're doing a Mandalorian movie, and that got confirmed for twenty. I think we've mentioned that, haven't we? No, that was on a call with that was on a call with you and me. I just said that this is what they should have done instead of a season three uh, when 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 we were talking about. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and I hundred percent agree. That show was over after season two. Yeah. Basically. No, but I think Disney he, doesn't yeah. know how to let something die. They just exactly. I heard the rumor was that Favreau didn't want to bring back Grogu for a while, but Disney kind of forced his hand there. That's a rumor. That's a rumor, not confirmed. That's I can hundred percent believe that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, any thoughts on all those sequels before we move on to our main body of the podcast? Here? I Original. think Disney has too many pro- like properties i think disney needs to break apart and give properties away i'm sorry yeah that's not cap that's not capitalist of me i know but (laughs) disney needs to share i know i really hope that in the next few years because i'm not i am i'm not going if i don't have regal unlimited still or if i if i don't pirate these movies i'm not watching these movies in theaters i want disney to, no i want disney to bomb so hard that they have to start selling some of those properties they did yeah no because like they're not they're not good i'm sorry they we turned to the like, anti-disney podcast we're gonna attract a whole new audience gentlemen oh, absolutely <laughs> Like white with beards. You know what? Did Walt Disney was an anti anti semite. He was an oh, asshole. It's a piece of shit. Stole ideas constantly from the public domain, and then made it Look, impossible for his characters to enter the, his his few original characters to enter the. His only his only true original character is a fucking rodent. Ruben. <laughs> He put, <laughs> he put pants. He put pants on a rat, and he called it a day. And that was only after putting pants on a rabbit didn't work. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's only after he was able to keep the rights to the rabbit. Okay, let's get it right. He's like, oh, oh that's shit. Let me put pants on that. This. this is this is the Ruben fun fact of the day. Because uh, yeah, I don't it. think I, I tell people this all the time, and no one believes me. Do you know how Disney got Oswald the Lucky Rabbit back? <laughs> Wasn't it like uh, I I've I've heard this. Jonathan wasn't there. Oh my god, I forgot. Oh, this is one of the funniest things. You've told it. You've <laughs> they, told so, it so before, Disney wanted Disney wanted someone for their Monday night football, right? They traded Oswald for April. Sorry, 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 sorry. 
sorry, NBC had the rights to Oswald. They wanted someone for Sunday night football. They traded an actual living human being for Al Michaels. Al Michaels was traded to Oswald. They traded Al Michaels for Oswald, the lucky fucking rabbit. (laughs) Yep. And you can look this up. You can look up Oswald trade on YouTube. I'm sorry, on Google. And it'll come up immediately. Uh, (laughs) They traded Al Michaels. I think a couple more things for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit because Universal is where uh, Walt Disney started out his career and then they had the rights to Oswald. <laughs> you know what's funny? It doesn't even matter anymore because Oswald entered the public domain in 2023. Like completely. Like not like the Mickey like one bit at a time kind of thing. The character is completely in the public domain. There was so no they, point. Yeah, okay, so there was no was... point. There's no point. They really just used him for Epic Mickey and then they, and then they just sold plushies. <laughs> Then they're like, let's sell some plushies, guys. Come on. Yeah, at, at Disney World and Disneyland, let's sell some yeah. plushies. I have one of those. <laughs> this, this trade happened in 2006. And they didn't use them until 2011 and then never again. <laughs> but I think it's funny. Like, it's they hilarious. traded a, a person for a cartoon character. They, they traded a living, breathing human being for a rabbit. <laughs> it's great. It's great. That's Bob Iger. It was one of Bob Iger's first moves, I think, a CEO he's with a Disney. Ge- he's a genius, clearly. Oh, my God. Standing on business. Standing <laughs> on... <laughs> when, you become, when you become the new CEO of, of, of Disney and you don't have Oswald, so you got to lock in. <laughs> he's like, Al. Al, I love you, buddy. I need this, I need this rabbit. All right? He's like, he cracked his fingers. He's like, yeah, let me cook. Come on now, guys. You're gone, Al Michael. You're gone. Al Michael, in response, said, I'm going to be in response to a trivia question one day, is what he actually said to the press when he was asked about it at the time. (laughs) Here you are, Al. Here we go. Bottom of the Barrel podcast on Spotify and wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the plug. Thanks yeah. for plugging the podcast on the podcast. Yeah, it's it, it, it makes no sense. It's all like... right, are you all ready to talk about the beautiful, incredible? Oh, I can't with I can't with the bee puns. Stop, uh, we're stop, talking stop. about Beekeeper. Jonathan uh, kind of encouraged all of us to watch it after he was so. No, 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 no. I, I, I went to watch it. And I texted, I'm on my way to watch Beekeeper. And Jacob was like, that movie was ass. And I was like, oh my God, he saw it? I'm like, well, I can't wait. And then I wa- I watched this piece of shit. I lost an hour and 46 minutes of my life. <laughs> Anytime I experience something. Fun fact, J- this is JQ's fun fact of the day. Anytime that I watch a movie that is really bad, it feels like it has killed me in part. That is an hour and 46 I will never get back in my life. That was stolen from me. By David Ayers. This is this is warranted, Jonathan. But when you were like twelve, when you walked out of Iron Man three, and you broke the three D glasses, and you broke the three D glasses, and not only that, but you played with the Lego set back at home and like disassembled Mandarin's body and put like flames on him. Oh my God! Why are you calling me out in public (laughs) like this? (laughs) 
what, what, what happened that, is Jonathan got super high. We don't have to talk. We talked about this before, and we're not talking about it again. You're gonna have to. They're gonna have to dig into the podcast to find this story. I am giving them an incentive. <laughs> no, 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 no Jonathan, I am giving them an incentive to listen to more podcast podcast episodes. This is your so one. All piece. I was gonna say. All can I say what I was gonna say? All Go ahead. Jonathan got super high for Iron Man three after Avengers to the point where he learned the names of all the uh freaking Iron the rings. Super- they were going to be. In I the learned thing. the power. You learned the, the ten rings of the yes. I think it's the most you ever geeked out. Like not only that, but you were playing that like Temple Run Iron Man game like nonstop that you could buy. Like, like yeah, well, was that, that you? Was more, Ruben? That was Ruben more than me. But uh, yeah, but like yeah. you also played that game too, and uh-huh. it had all the suits. Yeah, I will say, I will say that I did learn a valuable lesson there. Never be a nerd. Do not be that guy. Look how unhappy like Star Wars fans are. Like, <laughs> like you think you think that the sticking that you think you you would think that the sticking oh point in their life is the fact that they're still living in their parents' basement, but no, it's the fact that uh, it's the fact that they keep putting women of color into the Star Wars universe. That's what they're pissed <laughs> off about. Damn. Yeah, uh, they 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 cry they cry to their Darth Vader statue, which is right in front of their confederate flag <laughs> I, I don't know why so many people complain about that it's so annoying like how it's, it doesn't if the story is is staying the same why does it matter the character's ethnicity or anything like it shouldn't yeah. matter at all right but like, Sean yeah. Jacob, they're shoehorning these people just because nah, you no, exist no, in real life stupid. doesn't mean okay. you have to be in our no, media no, 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 no. pause 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 the reason why they're they're no no they, they are not sure the actors are not shoehorning the freaking the, the, things are casting, no, they, by the way yeah, obviously, but I'm saying like the pr- the production, <laughs> the studios are the people like applauding themselves and saying like, oh, we got a, We got a black lead for this movie. Oh, we got a We got a Hispanic lead for this movie. That's the reason why everybody yeah. complains. And then, like, no, but yeah, and then half the time they don't even write them as like a real character. Like that hasn't no. really we haven't really gotten that until recently where we were getting like well written minority characters. Because Most of the time it's just like, ah, slap them in there. It's whatever. Uh, and, and and if Disney and if Disney's just like, oh, we have a gay character, but he's only in there for two seconds so that we can cut him out from the Chinese release because the dollar is the most important thing. You know, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I I love it. I thought Ruben froze for a second, legitimately. Same. I really, I, I, I really, I, my heart froze. Oh, my heart. Was gonna, was yeah. gonna, like, lose I was about, about to, to say freak out. Were you about to say no? Something? I was I was trying to try to like segue back to the conversation talking about beekeeper. Let me give a little background on the production of this movie before we talk about it. Don't you mean the background? That doesn't even work. That doesn't work. Beak shots. Okay. <laughs> let me talk about let me talk okay, about the hive of individuals <laughs> who work together to bring this movie together. Hive of oh. wow, the hive of individuals. Look at Ruben protecting the hive. Okay, so this movie was written by a man called Kurt Wimmer. Um, You don't know him, uh, but he has written such classics as the remake of Total Recall, the remake of Point Break. He wrote and directed the remake of Children of the Corn. Uh, Last year, he also had this movie called Spell, The Misfits. Last year, I haven't watched it, but some people call it one of the worst action movies ever made, the fourth Expendables movie. He wrote that as well, and now he is writing Beekeeper. And he also did Equilibrium with uh, yes. Christian Bale way back. Yeah, when. so I'm assuming he's like like 
Steven Spielberg's like third cousin twice removed or something. Like he's got nah, he's uh he's a Hawaiian, native Hawaiian. He's a, from Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh my he's like god. He's related to Obama. Oh my god. It all makes Dude, sense. Dude, oh that my god, makes he was sense. born in the same hospital room as Obama. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> man, think about it. Think about it. When what like, like what look, he had he didn't get active until around 2010, 2011, two or three years into Obama's first term. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about also, that? <laughs> that joke was a shout out to uh, a good friend here, Isaac. That that was a joke from you because you said you were born in the same hospital room as Obama, since there's only one hospital that's notable in Hawaii. <laughs> so that's that that's to you, my guy. Yeah. Jesus. I, Isaac, I, okay, hope you know that. Jesus Isaac I hope you know that's the closest thing to a claim of fame or any sense of importance you will ever experience in your Stop, life. Shut up. <laughs> we don't know this kid. No, nah, he'll, he'll, like, he'll like that joke. That's a good joke. He'll laugh at all. He'll, he'll, he'll like really that will. joke. He'll cry. <laughs> Jason Statham also produced and starred in this and, and directed by David Ayer, our favorite guy. Everybody, uh, round of applause for David Ayer right now. Ruben, and why are you not clapping? Why are you not clapping? And the watch Fury. Uh, he did Suicide Squad, the first one, one. that everyone loves. <laughs> everyone Let's loves go. to hate. Um, there, there, he did more recently. He did Bright with Will Smith, which everyone also Let's hates. Go. He did this movie called The Tax Collector four years ago. This is his oh, wait, first movie are, in four years. Those are keeper. two of those are two of Will Smith's best movies. Bright what? and Suicide Squad. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. My bad. My bad. My bad. Also, I can't believe he made a movie about the the Apostle Matthew. That's crazy. No, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Matthew. action movie with Shia LaBeouf, George Lopez, uh, Bobby Soto is the lead. Yeah, I, the lead. I don't know about George. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, is crazy. Yeah, look, I don't know about casting. <laughs> I don't know about casting George Lopez as Jesus. Like, I felt a little conflicted about that. But honestly, I think that was his best performance. My favorite part when he was like, come with me and I'll make you a fish as a man. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, my God. There are two anyway. enforcers who collect. That, that's the tax collector. Oh that's my, what it means. Oh, David, oh David Ayer... Is a hack. I'm oh. sorry. He knows how to write one movie and it's not a good one. <laughs> Leave him be, man. Leave him be. Leave him be. How does this man still get work? His claim to fame. His claim to fame was writing Training Day. Okay, let's let's be real. That's that's what that's what's got him started. And that's a great uh, yes. script. That's a great uh, movie. Yes, of course. Yeah, King he wrote that. Yeah, he wrote King. Training Day. Oh, that's what that's his. That's what gave him tenure. Yeah. Though. Because he's yeah. good. That script's good. If you haven't yeah, watched like, Training Day, go this watch guy, Training Day. Denzel, this, legend, legendary performance. This motherfucker is the is the Doc Rivers of, of Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree with that. He made one good decision in his entire career, and they keep giving him chances. They keep giving him chances, <laughs> even though he has proven again and again that he is not that guy. He is no, not, not that guy. <laughs> oh god uh okay so uh the chest. How, okay do we want to do full spoilers for this movie yes okay yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. you, you want to go watch beekeeper 
listen, listen, like click off the podcast. I wouldn't wait, recommend no, wait, before, going to watch this though. Before you click off though, star ratings real quick. For me, uh, this is gonna get a one out of t- at one out of ten. Ruben, uh, what was uh, what was your score? A four out of ten. You're 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 a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> this is I like two stars out of ten, Max. Two stars, <laughs> Max. Yeah, this, this is no more than two stars, Ruben. This ain't like, that bad of a movie. Dear, you've lost taste, Ruben. I'm so, Ruben. Did you? Uh, what? <laughs> I still think it's bad, Ruben. Ruben hey, Ruben, what? have you recovered from COVID yet? Have I was gonna say, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben. It's three. It's been. It's four years since the pandemic. Uh, at home tests are at an all time low. Like they're really cheap. Like you just gotta go to a CVS. You know, just spit into spit out of that shit. <laughs> When it uh, fun fact, this is currently uh, the highest grossing movie of 2024. Stop! Stop! Currently, currently, it's case. only been, it's only been a month, month and a half. Yeah, it's only Just been a month. That's move 120 million dollars. It's not that much. That's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been Checkmate. a bad month for theaters. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, checkmate, yeah. atheist. Oh, oh, god, god. All right. There is a god. He's just not a loving one, apparently. If you allow. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So this movie. Ah uh, man. I mean, the premise alone for this movie is absolutely nuts. So, <laughs> uh, Jason Statham's playing this uh, beekeeper, a literal beekeeper called Adam yeah. Clay. He's keeping bees on this woman's property who's letting him stay. Uh, the woman invites him for dinner one night and he goes on to go keep his bees. While he is out, the woman is in her house. She gets called by a scam company. And it's like legit one of the scripts for like one of these scam companies. They literally did it word for word, bar for yes. bar. I know yes. that because I've watched a bunch of the people who like screw they up. They copy my whole flow! Word for word! <laughs> Obligatory uh, fuck all scammers uh, off yeah. the top. Like, like yeah. my thoughts on this movie do not mean I approve of scammers. Oh, uh, no, no. The, 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 the closest <laughs> thing the catharsis this movie gave me was seeing that call center blow up. That's the yes. closest thing. That, yes. I was just upset that he gave the people the chance to leave. Like, I'm upset. I wish, I wish that would have been the whole movie. Movie. Let's be honest. I wish that would have been the whole movie. If he just goes around, around call centers, he's just going yes. call center to call center. <laughs> you should have done that. Get rid of the beekeeper thing. Get rid of the beekeeper thing. That would, it didn't work. All right, David. David, you're an idiot. He didn't write it. Uh, just, just he directed it. That is, that he, uh, he did you know who, and the writer didn't write this either. Before we continue, Jacob and I had the exact same thought. The exact same thought. It feels like this movie was written by Chad. It Jesus. is AI. It is AI. It is an AI generated movie. There is no way. There is no way. A the dialogue st- is so void of emotion that they explain everything. They explain everything. They think the audience is uh, three year olds, bro. They they think we cannot <laughs> understand anything that we're seeing. At all, like at all. Funny enough, there was a three-year-old at my screening. <laughs> they brought a little kid to watch Jason Statham kill people. That was, that was great. There were a I bunch heard, of there was a bunch she, of old people la- in my. Uh, he screening. was laughing several times in the movie. When that, when that when that dude when the, the the truck kill we'll get to it, but that truck kill. She oh was my! Tackling. I was like. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, but let me let me let me finish talking about the premise. So the woman gets called by a scamming company. Um they go through the script, she gets scammed. Uh she apparently was running an account for uh for children 
uh, a charity never, for two million dollars. It's, yeah. it's never explicitly yeah, said what the charity's for. It's just like she. Every time they talk about it, it's, Jason's. It's the same line. She was an educator. She was the only one who ever cared for me. No one ever cared for me the way that she cared for me. You understand me? <laughs> and you killed her. It was your that's, fault. That is very good. That is very. That's, that's pretty good. Damn, that's pretty, that is pretty good. <laughs> she gets scammed out of two million plus. Uh, and then after she realizes what, this, what, you cut what, away. Can I, can I say something? Can I say something about this? Yeah, we cut away. Ruben, let me take this from here. So I saw the commercial. Ruben didn't. I know that the old lady died after the scam, but it was my assumption that it was like a heart attack, you know, maybe like something poetic like that. No, Jason Statham comes back to the house. The fire alarm is off because this bitch should have the decency to turn the stove off before she went upstairs and put a bullet <laughs> in her heart. She shot herself. This little old lady kills herself. <laughs> She so, shoots herself too. Like it's a also, 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 yeah, she shoots herself. Also, the gun is at the entrance of the room, but she's sitting down at a couch at the other end. Which means that she shot herself and didn't die immediately. And decided to like stumble over to the couch. Yeah, why was she on the ground? That's a good point. Because it's more because it's more poetic. It's more poetic when when you just see the gun and you and you have that moment of like nah, nah, oh nah. My she knew she knew that she could frame Jason State Adam Clay <laughs> for her death. She didn't want to seem like a wimpy old lady. She didn't. She wasn't low enough for that. All right, so she was gonna blame her, it on the beekeeper. This old lady's daughter, who's a federal agent, just randomly there and never just there. why she she's there. She, she just there. shows up. She just shows up. Half of this movie's Wikipedia plot synopsis is probably just character character A shows up. That's he's just there. He's just there. Know. He's gonna accept that. <laughs> okay, so this is now that I've explained the premise. I want to emphasize this. This movie. You guys say Chad GBT. I say they grab the script for John Wick and just play the Mad Libs with it. Like, that's literally... They like, grab, it's, no, no, what? No, no, no. Either way, either I, way, Ruben, what you're saying is that it, it, there is a formula to the script. There is yeah, a Ruben, formula to Ruben, the I'm telling you this right now. Merge these two theories. They took the script from John Wick and they're like, Chad GBT, write something like this, but not exactly like it. And then David Ayer was in the room and he's like, oh, but don't put a beekeeper in there. And they're like, all right, make a beekeeper version of John Wick. And this was the best idea Chad GBT could come up with. They're like, should we should we revise it? Should we touch it up? Like, no, <laughs> send it in. <laughs> send it in, man. Some dumbasses. <laughs> old lady kills her. The funniest thing, too, this old lady shoots herself. Jason Statham, th this FBI agent, like, arrests Jason Statham. He's like, he was in there with a knife. And I'm like, he shot, she shot herself. <laughs> he was in there with a knife. What are you <laughs> I may have to revise my. I mean, I may have to revise my rating because I didn't think of all this stuff. She's an idiot. Yeah, an idiot. I feel so bad for that actress because I'm sure, like, this is like one of her first, like, big, big, quote unquote, big breaks. Unfortunate. I really hope she gets something better after. She she was she was overacting in that movie, like from her role. This is her first big thing. She's been. It was it was too. She was doing too much. She was, she was doing, doing way, way too, too much. much. Yeah, she was doing way too much. Anyway, though, so Jason Statham, you know, this happened, arrested, let go. Jason is just sitting there. He Again, 
he goes through the entire, she took care of me. She was my, she was a caretaker, all that, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, and, and then he leaves. He's like, I've got to go take care of the bees. And, and she's like, dude, you haven't slept in like two days. And then the greatest line in the movie, the hive comes first. The hive comes first, baby. <laughs> okay, but here, here's, the, here's the entire gimmick that I think in actuality the script was based on. Basically, the script is based on the concept, if all other power structures fail, is there anyone else to protect the U.S.? And it's these, like, yeah, covert operatives called beekeepers. And yeah, but it's the, it's the same thing as the Illuminati, though, essentially. No, yeah, but no, but here's, here's my problem with that. Why are it's like it's like when all else fails in America, these are the guys, and the and the and, and the and the uh, the concept, like the basis of the concept is little old lady gets scammed. How does that show weak? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like this is weakness in America. We're going straight to the top, and it's like, how did we get from from scammers to, no, to the federal way- level to federal <laughs> level shit? The way this movie escalates is ridiculous. <laughs> this movie has a, a I, I shit you not, I shit you not. This movie has a crazier escalation than Jingle All the Way. A movie that starts out with a man trying <laughs> to see his kid get it like a, a purple belt and ends with him literally flying through across the New York skyline. This movie has a crazier. This movie has a crazier trajectory than that. Yeah, this movie starts out with a scam on an old lady and I said it was a spoiler review and it ends with Jason Statham killing the president's son in front of the president <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful it's, 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 it's baffling it's baffling also can I say Jason Statham never never faces one bit of resistance in this entire movie. This man Dude, is part of his contract. I know, it's got to be part of his he contract. He takes almost no damage. The he entire takes movie. movie. He doesn't. Oh, oh, he doesn't fire a shot until the last confrontation. This dude doesn't fire a shot. He always disarms. But Jonathan, that's the entire gimmick. He's like he's so highly trained that he like overpowers everyone. That's so is that not a that's got a, that's a clause in Jason Statham's contract where he cannot lose be. a fight, right? Yeah, he can't lose a fight because I don't think he fight. lost a fight in that movie. I think yeah, John oh, Wick, even John Wick loses a fight in the first John Wick when he, they tie him up to the chair in the church. Yeah, John yeah. Wick, and even when he wins, he's he doesn't leave in perfect condition. The man's like limping as like he's limping his way out like no the guy never you, fully heals in any of those movies no, this is going he takes, back to back he takes damage consistently and constantly yeah. has to put up with that damage jason statham never even looks winded in this entire movie <laughs> until the end. jason statham gets stabbed in the stomach and he swims off at the end he's fine Man doesn't even stumble. He puts a he puts a compression suit and then he, he goes scuba diving. What do you mean? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I've, I've done it. <laughs> I've healed myself. I like the other th- rip off of John Wick, and I'll get back to the ending because I have something else I want to say about that. We but gotta talk about this th- movie bit by bit. I yeah, we do. I'm we taking the coat off. I'm taking the. We are. <laughs> I got at least another good twenty minutes before I have to go to work, and we are okay. digging in. Okay. So, so the other thing about this movie that's a ripoff of John Wick, they literally rip off the Baba Yaga scene, but they have Jeremy Irons basically give the monologue yeah. instead. Yep. I was telling you that scene. I told you that scene before watching the movie. I said, that's yeah, the did. scene that's going to stick out to you. Because <laughs> it's Cause ridiculous. It's literally- 
It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's also because, like, in the Baba Yaga scene, like, it's very clearly spelled out, like, what this guy can do. Oh, he killed the dude with a pencil. This is the this is the dude that you get to kill the fucking boogeyman. But all Jeremy Irons, which, God bless him, I don't know what he's doing in this movie. All Jeremy Irons says in this entire scene is, he's a beekeeper. He's a beekeeper. Oh. Oh, you, he's a beekeeper. Oh, you screwed up. Beekeeper? We're going to die. We, we're we're going to die. die. We're going to die. You've made your grave. A beekeeper? You've done it. You've done it. That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. They don't explain what a beekeeper They do not explain what a beekeeper is until about halfway through the movie. And even then, it's like a lazy. There is no proper world building. It is essentially an autonomous and anonymous entity that runs and does whatever it pleases. That's it. That is it. That's what a beekeeper is. That's and there's, there's only one at a time. There's only yeah, one at a time. Yeah, there's only one at a time because there's that. When they send out, which is another thing. Again, Jason Statham faces no resistance. The first solution Jeremy Irons thinks about is like, well, we should call the beekeepers and get them to, to handle the, this. That's what beekeeper. they do. They, yeah. That should have been the final boss, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Like and, you, no, you, and you think, <laughs> and you think, and Ruben agrees with me. I thought, oh, okay, so it's going to be like cat and mouse the rest of the This beekeeper. Yeah, beekeeper, beekeeper, beekeeper. Yeah. This it's motherfucker good. shows up to a gas station. And gets killed in two minutes. Gets <laughs> killed in two minutes, and then her with body a jar gets... of honey. With a jar yeah, of honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only. That's the only beer-related kill. And the funny thing is that in the trailer, they're like, "Oh yeah, who knew honey was flammable?" But in the movie, they cut that light out, so she just gets hit with a jar of honey and lit on fire. And then they just they don't. They just... I wish they would have said that in the movie. That would have made that. I was, I was, I was wondering. I, I thought he was wondering if uh, if there was a that. I thought he was like I emptied the honey and put gas in it for a sec. Honestly. Oh my god! You see what I mean? Out of all of the things to cut out of this movie, they cut that light out. Like yeah, what? Come on. There's so much other crap they could have cut. They could have cut out all the cop, the FBI crap. They yeah, I'm, cut I'm sorry. Those two, those two characters were so annoying. Ruben thought that the guy when was they started scared. talking about tanks, all of a sudden, remember? <laughs> yeah, it was but, a tank yeah, so or like, it's... some weaponry. I can't remember. Like they started like talking about like, oh yeah, the, the tank can only blah blah blah. It has these features, blah blah blah. Like, and yeah. I'm like, what? Why the hell are you? This is just some random dialogue having nothing to do with the movie. Doesn't even move the plot forward. You yeah. are wasting time. It's filler. It is and sometimes, filler. And sometimes they play the characters as serious, and then sometimes you cut back to them, and they're literally like making three Stooges esque jokes. Where it's like, I'm not going to answer the phone. Are you going to answer the phone? I'm not going to answer. It. You're trying to answer the phone. I can't answer the phone. Oh, it's the head of the FBI. Oh, okay. I love I love this this concept of beekeeper because anytime a beekeeper is mentioned, nobody really digs into what it means. One lady's like a beekeeper, like a beekeeper, beekeeper, and it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Who is this guy? And then there's this one scene where they're, they're talking to the FBI agent about it, and he mentions beekeeper, and he literally looks up and he's like, oh. <laughs> like for a there's second, no like, payoff to that. I just realized there's no payoff to yeah, that. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, let's talk about the part though. When they when she finds like the beekeeper book at the crime scene, I was and gonna say reading that, that shit. 
Okay, but like, okay. That gas station, no, that gas station exploded. Her body was charred. Her body was like a book you was attacked, though. You couldn't, you couldn't, you oh couldn't tell if that God. was a man or a woman on, on first glance. But the book, the cover was fine. The pages were intact. The just binding, a little singe. Just a little singe. Just a little she singe. No. And then she starts saying that, like, the bees, like, when the, they think that the queen is inadequate, they, like, go against the queen. And, yeah, like, that's how they enter the, the, the queen killer concept. Yes. They bring <laughs> Basically so making you think for, like, the second half of the movie that he's going to kill the president. That, yeah. That's basically you yeah, because you go from call he centers. Being, yeah, yeah. Safe 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 centers, yeah. yeah. You go from call centers and you find that that the, the son of the president is the one that's running all these call centers because he was raising money for her for his mom to win the presidency for, whatnot. For a campaign it's so, and it's so contrived. It's so I don't even get how he rigged the election. Like it's impossible. He just says he rigs it. This is a big problem with the movie. Yeah, he's like, you are behind in three important counties. And I'm like, like, what is two billion? Mike Bloomberg had billions of dollars. Yeah. He still didn't even make it. <laughs> Unless the money was bribed, which they didn't make clear. I mean, I don't that's see what, how But that's what the, the thing is, Ruben. This, it's, remember, Ruben, Jacob, it's hilarious yeah. to me because Jacob has a point. I, I'll let Jacob say his point later like here as well. But Jacob has a point. This movie at moments is just hand-holding you like you're a three-year-old and at other moments, yes. you know what we're talking about, right? You get it. You, you, exactly. You, no, anytime it's with the bee, the, the syndicate, like the beekeeper stuff, they just yeah. assume you get it, yeah. right? Because they yeah. don't want to explain it. They're yeah, like, oh, yes, you, you should just know. Because <laughs> world-building takes effort. That's why. Yeah. No, okay, but, but like but the other part, saying, to be clear, Jake, the two... Yeah. I mean, let me just say, the show, the show, show, don't tell. Remember, that's like one of the biggest things they say in movies, right? Show, yeah. do not tell. This movie does not do that. <laughs> it doesn't do it. So this, many times we get a a, a a a monologue or some stupid description, an analogy to a hive or to bees, and we don't we don't see anything. Like we say, this guy's a beekeeper and all that stuff, but we don't see much that establishes his character besides the fact that he walks in with two jugs of gasoline and throws it on the fucking call center and then blows the shit up we also, don't see anything else also the funniest thing to me is that the head of that call center he's like playing with his food or something because he's like the next time someone calls this entire place is gonna blow up so you better leave so he lets him survive there and then this guy brings like three dudes with him to the house and he's like oh oh look his bees he destroyed my shit i'm gonna near, destroy his shit this is near the beginning of the movie so yeah. after after the woman kill, gets killed he goes to the original call center that she called with gas tanks to light them on fire, blow up the call center with a freaking IED, or I have no idea what the hell he attached. Then he lets the head of the call center live. That, as John was saying, the head of the call center goes to his place with three guys because the president sounds like, hey, go kill him. And then they shoot up his bees with shotguns. Yeah, That's they're like, like hey, you destroyed my shit. I destroy his shit. They shoot it. They kill all of the beekeeper's bees, and he never addresses it. He never cares. He does not care that the bees are gone. He's a beekeeper, and he doesn't give a shit. And then he murders these three guys, cuts the fingers off of the, the call center head, leaves him in Let's the Let's him live again. Let's him live again. He lets him live again. And then he chases him down after he leaves and finally kills him. So he's like, that makes no sense. I cut off his fingers. I throw him over here. I let him leave. I find him. I kill him again. What are you, like, what? You know what I was thinking of? You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of, like, you know, in uh, the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie where he leaves one guy alive? Was it? It's like, go tell everybody about me. You know what I mean? 
Anyway, that's what I was thinking. It's like he was trying to build like uh like a like an intimidating image, you know, like to everybody else. So it's he's leaving one guy alive. It's, intimi- <laughs> it's intimidating enough that he left the dude hanging from the ceiling, another one with a broken jaw, and the well, last apparently one on he didn't fire. Think, <laughs> apparently he didn't think that was enough. He thought somebody who who exper- who was a witness and who could say that to somebody, but everybody else would be enough. Yeah, but only does is find him after he makes a call, throws him in the river, and then he leaves. He's like, no, oh, no, no, no. He doesn't throw him to the river. He freaking <laughs> ties exactly. him up with a strap, <laughs> ties him to his truck, and has the truck drive off a bridge <laughs> and like freaking yoinks the guy. Like you were Ragged saying, like the lady, the lady in the was laughing. I don't blame her. I think that's the hardest laugh I had. I was like, oh, that okay. wasn't a lady. He was talking about the three year old. I was talking about the three year old. The three year old was laughing. The three year old was laughing at this man getting absolutely blooped. I just like turned around and I was like, oh my God, that is a serial killer in the making. Yeah, I was about to say, that's not, I don't know what the parents are doing, bro. No, like, okay, but I think, I think he was following the guy because he wanted to get. He's higher up. So once he was on the phone, that's when he killed him, right? I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, if you want to do like seven, like seven, like layers of mental gymnastics, sure, we could say that that's it. <laughs> However, we could also say that Chad GBT just had like a little glitch in the system when it was right in that part and they screwed it up. All right. And then to be clear, we didn't, uh, we didn't say this when we were talking about the two FBI agents. One is the daughter of the woman who kills herself at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then the other is her partner. And Jonathan was saying this earlier, but he didn't get to finish his point. I thought <laughs> that her partner was a traitor for at least the first 30, 40 minutes. Without freaking, yeah, he was acting all suspicious. I'm like, oh, it's no, going to be that trope where her partner no, betrays he's, her. He's, so, he's weird, dude. He, he, he doesn't. Suspicious. He, does, he, does, he wasn't acting. That was the problem. He was just kind of on set. Like he's like a, he was like trying to do some like Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man kind of routine where it's like I'm oh too God. good for this shit. But yeah. he, <laughs> but he's not half the actor that RDJ is. So he, <laughs> and then I think the most ridiculous scene. So this is after he kills the other beekeeper in the gas station, which was absolutely nuts. He goes yeah. to the second, like the up, well, the overall call center. So he goes to like the top, top, the higher center. ups. Yeah, yeah, the higher ups. And when he's out front, uh, <laughs> the FBI is planning how they're going to uh, breach the building. Well, well here's the thing. <laughs> now, the FBI, no, okay, okay, wait. So before this, the FBI goes in and they're like gonna they're they're breaching, but like so Jeremy Irons enlists this teams of retired SEAL Team Six, whatever, to yeah, like yeah. protect protect. Uh, oh like, yeah, please. The president. Tell him the scene. My favorite please thing about that scene is all that is, uh, is he expl- he he vaguely explains how beekeepers are. You know, when everything else fails, they help out, and he's all like, they protect like, the beehives. They like, protect what? the beehives. It's like, oh, it's just one guy. We got him. It's like, no, you guys are to him. I mean, you guys are like, <laughs> he's a beekeeper. You're still Team Six. You're former CIA, former FBI. They're basically your pussies. And I was just like, what the. <laughs> His exact words. He's his exact, exact words like, you are pussies. You're pussies. You are nothing compared to Oh, Jay- man. You are nothing to pick up. <laughs> if you want to make it in this town, you have to suck Jason Statham's dick. <laughs> and, and, but he's right, though. He's right, though, because these guys stopped the FBI agents from getting in. And then they're, like, discussing how to breach. And then you know how I said people just show up? Jason Statham just walks up to these people and he's like, yeah, he just starts 
casual conversation. Yeah, no, the back door's covered. We can't go in through there. I would have done it. If I, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And they don't know who he is. They're first they telling him to leave like this is secure. But then yeah. all of a sudden no, they, they don't, don't realize know. who he is. Yeah, they don't know who he is as if they didn't get like the full rundown. I'm like, hey, there's this yeah. Adam Clay guy. They're like, I'm sorry, who are you? My name's Adam Clay. They're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was, uh, yeah, when I was watching that scene, I was like, you literally look, are you not looking for this guy? Like, are you, what, are you, what else are you doing? Like, you didn't get a description or a oh, picture? Like, like what? Are you not, is your main job not to keep Adam Clay outside of this building? This man walked up to you, had a full conversation with you before you even realized who he was. What, because he was wearing a baseball cap? Because he was wearing a baseball cap? The MCU disguise, baby, MCU it always disguise. works. Who is he? <laughs> the FBI agents in that scene act like NPCs, it, it, like you know, like the goons in the in the games that just don't know like you're there until you're there. Been the, like, yeah. must, must have been the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like the most ridiculous part, as Jonathan said before, I don't think Jason Statham shoots a gun till the very very end when they're holding up a gun. I would say him. actually, I think I think I he think does. it's after he says to be or not to be. Yeah. Right? Oh my to god, be to be. I choose to be. <laughs> I choose to be. Get but, like, okay, but like. Going back to my point, so he's not, he's taking out guys with guns the entire movie. This seems the most ridiculous. There's like 20 federal agents with guns. He's able to freaking punch, kick them, and take them all down. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, nobody's, well, everybody's waiting. Well, he fires shots into their bullets. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, yeah. he shoots the FBI agents. But like, he should, and he just also, again, we have another like boss character here who's like the main guy in the SEAL Team 6, which horrible accent work. I can't understand this man at the time. He sounds like, he sounds like Jeff Bridges with throat cancer. Like that's how like unintelligible. Oh my God. What are you saying? What are you saying? And this man faces Jason Th- Statham. It lasts a minute. He gets fucking blooped by a fire extinguisher. This man gets, this man drops like dead weight. This man just completely, and it's done. And And then my favorite torture scene in any movie. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So the head of this call center, even before this, I was telling Jonathan, this felt like something out of a Michael Bay movie with how he was talking to like his employees. The, also, the way they were the filming it. Yeah, yeah because it was zoom. all like these zooms, like and shit. No, no. The introduction to all the call center heads and Josh Huts- Hutchinson or whatever, like his character, are ridiculous. They're, it's like cartoony. They're, they're really like car- they're cartoon characters. This movie can't decide like what tone it wants to take. Like it really. <laughs> I thought it was gonna take like a crank tone. If it would have taken that type of tone, you know, like that that yeah. Jason Statham, I would have been happy. You know, if they went full campy, full B movie. Oh my god! But <laughs> but it would have been good. <laughs> no pun intended. Punching, no. punching, punching the air right now for real. <laughs> Actually, just punching the air after you said you uttered those words. How dare you? So, I dare didn't you. mean it. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't but mean anyway, it. but like back to the torture scene. So Jason Statham wants to get information out of this guy. He opens up the stapler. Yeah. He just starts like stapling this dude in that like the forehead and the hand. And the but like, I told him in this, and he and he agrees with me. I said the sound design guys. Drop the ball on this because it's just like look. I'm not even saying everyone quiet for one second. For one second, it sounds like this. No, it's lighter than that, bro. It's like it's more like this. It's more like this. 
It's more like a. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what. It, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So. You got it. You got it's it. Like yeah. the <laughs> and this dude's like, oh, 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 and I'm like, there's no way you're in that much pain. This man. He, and Jason Statham's just like, it's hilarious. He's like, no, no, no. So no. Anytime he's no. so lazily. At first, at first, at first, he's like, he's like really like getting into it, right? But like yeah. halfway through, he's just like half haphazardly, just like <laughs> he's just like half-accidentally just kind of like slapping this dude with it. And this dude's a cartoon character for sure. He is like, I like he watched Wolf of Wall Street one too many times while preparing for this role, and he's like, I am Jordan Belfort. He's like, you, how much money did you get? A hundred thousand? I want to suck your dick. You're doing great. How much did you get? Only twenty thousand. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Like he's, he's got, got gold mics too. He's, he's got, got a golden mic. microphone. Like he's so he's trying to do a Wolf of Wall Street. And then oh, and all the and graphics that, on the screen, like the yeah. color, and this is like another <laughs> scene that's like as roundabout as that scene of him killing the first call center where they, these guys walk in and they're like, We have to clear the room. It's like, do you know who I am? Do you know how much money we make? And then they go away and then they call the phone and then they're like, Don't close it. That's my golden goose. And they close the phone, they go back out. We're back in it, we're back in it. All of a sudden, Jason Statham's just in the room. I love that part. And they don't the, even show how he so, no, the camera just pans. He's He's there. He's just there. It comes back to what you said earlier. Character A is in the room. Yeah, character, character, A, character A just shows up. Just shows up. It just show up. All right, to, to wrap up, because I know Jonathan has to head out. Then you find out the, the president's son's behind it. The president's son's And you find out that Josh Hutchinson, who is the main antagonist this whole time, you think he's just like some techie dude. And like they keep referring Hunter to Hunter Biden clone. Hunter yeah, Biden clone. Yeah, truly. You keep thinking, yeah. you think it's like, you really do think, you really do think he's just like some techie dude. And then all of a sudden, like the FBI agency, a picture of him, they're like, my God. And they're like, they wouldn't, he wouldn't attack you if you were with your mom. And he calls his mom and he's like, Mom, we're going to be over for the week. And it's like, okay, that's cool. She hangs up. She's like in Africa, shaking hands with delegates. And then there's like Madam President. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, okay, but listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. You're kidding. In that scene, in that scene, it was, did you listen to the music in that scene? It was <laughs> over the top. It was my, my, my friends and I were laughing at that. You see, no, we that was the scene. Die. That was the scene where I. That was that was the scene where I like screamed at the screen. So I didn't even hear the music. I was just oh. like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "We." I'm like, "How did we start from old lady kills herself because she got scammed? How did we get all the way to president might be killed? How did that happen?" Yeah, kills you. Then they're setting up that. Oh, there's like the. Queen killers. Like yeah. They're setting up. Just, oh, Jason Statham's gonna go kill the. Yeah, president no, just out of nowhere. States. Out of nowhere. As soon as that FBI agent gets that miraculously unsinged book, she every time we cut back to her, yes. like, you want to know a fun She's fact? Reading, about bees? Yeah, fun fact. Yeah, fun fact about bees. I'm it's like, so okay, first stupid. of all, why are they beekeepers? Why? Like, I get that. The, why they're <laughs> called beekeepers? But why do they also keep bees? That yeah, I don't woman, get that part. That <laughs> woman, like, that, yeah. What? Like what? Uh, we respect them. We respect them. Okay. Well, what? The, 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 you have to take care of them. Like it, the, the, it, there's no world building. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. The agency is never explained. You don't know how it works. You don't no. know why this dude who's like the last, the last chance when laws break is 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 coming out of retirement for scammers. For scammers, that was your best idea. You had like a good idea for a secret agency that sets order in America, and your idea was he comes out of retirement because the only lady that 
ever cared about him kills herself. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's John Wick. They just thought, oh, we just do something simple. Audiences will embrace it. Um, but anyway, so he goes to the president's summer home. The president's there along with SWAT, SEAL Team 6. He takes them all down. No, yeah, uh, and no also, harm. Also, also, let us not forget a guy who really does not know what movie he's in. That's, was he Scottish? I don't think he's Scottish. No, the, my, my the, friends, the final I, was, I thought he was like Scottish. I thought, I thought he was Scottish. I thought he was somebody. Scottish. Somebody else in my like when we were watching thought he was Australian, and I was like, "Dude, he's not Australian, my guy." <laughs> but this like, guy, it was so hard because the accent didn't was he wasn't choosing. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't just. He doesn't just feel like a like a, like a Batman villain. Rubik said Adam West. He no, I say Joel Schumacher. This guy's like the LL Cool J villain in Batman and Robin. Like I that thought, is the only way I can describe what this person is. like. I thought he was. It was like Bebop and Rocksteady and Human Form. Like, he, I, he looked like yeah, he looked like a combination he, of both of them. He, no, he's just there. He's just there. He's like, I've killed the beekeeper once. I'm like, oh cool. But I lost oh. my leg. I lost and my he leg. Lost it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then that final boss fight that he has with him, and he's hopping on one leg. Yeah, because he know. takes the prosthetic and he takes the prosthetic. Oh no, he doesn't. He, he, he kicks it. He kicks he it. He kicks it. He kicks it off. Yeah. I was also gonna say, like, maybe it would have been a threat if this guy's like, I've killed a beekeeper once. If I didn't see Jason Statham in a matter of in the matter of like a single like in a matter of like a single Steven Universe song, like the duration of a single Steven Universe song, absolutely destroy the only other beekeeper ever showed on screen. <laughs> didn't stand, she did not stand. No a chance. chance. No chance. Stand, no chance. I'm like, oh, impressive. <laughs> You're dead. Like, what are you doing? So dead, and you're missing a leg. You're the, dead. The only good choreographed fight, and even this is arguable, is the fight with that guy that looks yeah. like the, the prosthetic dude. Good. Act. There's look. When I tell you this movie is inept in every single facet, there is no good acting. There are no good moments. There's no good writing. There's the no pacing's good all off. The pacing's horrible. The action isn't even good. There's not even a saving grace in the action. You, there's no fun to be had with this movie. It feels. I disagree. Like, no, it feels like <laughs> it feels like the type of like it feels like the type of thing that you see when like you're like you, you're like running a one a fever of like one thirty and like you've taken like, like you've taken like <laughs> three the movie you've taken from. you've taken three Benadryl and and like the last thing that you saw was like a Steven Seagal movie so now you're like kind of like half constructing a Steven Seagal movie in between wake and sleep because you're so feverish and near death that your brain is like literally in the process of dropping DMT into your fucking brain tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I think you cracked how this movie was written. Okay, so then the president shows her the, the president shows regret. The president decides she's going to surrender to uh, Adam Clay. Her son gets pissed, kills the deputy director of the FBI, who's in the way. Just effing pulls a gun and shoots him. Then Jason Statham shows up. The son decides to try to kill the mom, the president of the United States. Jason Statham shoots him in the head. Then he's like to the to the daughter of of his uh, old landlady slash friend, yeah. like you have a choice, you have a choice. And then he runs out the window after shooting the president's uh, son, and she decides not to take the shot. It's like bye, Adam, and, and then Adam just leaves, puts on it, scuba gear and he leaves. The movie ends. There's no resolution. That's no, anything. there's no resolution to anything. This man had just been stabbed in the gut literally three minutes ago, and he's fine. He's swimming. He's it does fine. nothing. It not even showing like oh, I, was, I thought they were gonna show the president. It's, it seems like they ran out of money. There's no like president. <laughs> no, they didn't the do it. Also, dude, this man has this so much screaming. 
That's this, it. this thing has so much plot. This this guy has so much plot armor too because he's just insane. There is a moment where this Scottish Australian, whatever the fuck he is, he has him <laughs> at gunpoint. He has it, the gun to his head. He's on his knees. He is on his knees, and he doesn't take the shot. He just keeps yeah. talking, and then Jason yeah. Statham blows something up behind them. And instead of taking the shot, he like looks up. He's like, oh. <laughs> 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 to be or not to be, I choose to be. Yeah, then to, also for that to be or not to be, lad. I, I actually, I was, I looked at my, I, I, lo- I looked at my clock, and I'm like, there's only, there's only like six minutes left. I have to stay. Like, there's no <laughs> way. I, 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 I was gonna leave. I, I wanted leave. more of those lines, but they didn't give it to me. That was the only <laughs> stupid line. It was mediocre. I don't want. This to- is what. That's what dinged the movie a lot to me. There's no ending to this movie. I I cannot emphasize that enough. It just ends. Credits just roll. I was sitting in the theater for a couple (laughs) minutes thinking there might have been like something that came up during the credits on on the side-by-side. Maybe like the president talking or something, some resolution to to, to anything. No, I just sat there. Everyone left and I'm like, oh, well. I guess there's nothing else. Coming. Like, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm leaving. <laughs> I guess I'm leaving finally. Yeah, no, and this movie has. It also really doesn't have. Like I said, there's no consistent villain. Josh Hutchinson is the closest thing, but he just keeps throwing other people in front of him who all get trashed immediately. And then Jeremy Irons is just kind of there. He's just kind the, of there. The other just, thing. I- yeah, Jeremy Irons just like sends bodies and doesn't die at the end. But the other thing about Josh Hutcherson character that really pissed me off, he seemed like an incompetent boob who just sends people to do his work. Yeah. But then all of yeah. a sudden, he's an active guy who can murder at the end of the movie. Like hilarious. that comes out of absolutely nowhere. It like, does. Either, it does. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the guy. It feels like a guy who'd like just start crying and pleading for his yeah. life. It you feels know? like for me, it feels like every actor in this movie feels like they're in a different movie i'm not even gonna lie every single actor here is playing is playing the role differently like jason Statham yeah. is obviously there's no consistency playing it, yeah. he's playing it straight you know josh is just is just is just is just kooky you know he's just kind of like jeremy irons thinks he's in john wick uh <laughs> the yes. fbi agents think they're in a remake of like the naked gun or something like they just they're like ah let's be goofy nah like a lethal lethal weapon like a buddy yeah, like, a, like a buddy cop yeah they think yeah. they're in lethal weapon they think they're in lethal weapon the first uh the first uh guy from the the first call center guy thinks he's in like a like a horror movie almost like he's playing it up like uh, uh, uh. and then the second call center guy thinks michael he's, this is like he thinks he's like in a Scorsese or Michael Bay movie. Like he's just hamming it all the way up. And then like every every individual boss fight is like a completely different vibe to the point where it makes like the first of especially the beekeeper and the last guy are both like these super flamboyant people. And then in the middle, you just have SEAL Team Six, dude. Like you <laughs> <laughs> Like this movie, this movie has no consistency and it's garbage and it has no ending and I award it no points. May God have mercy. May God have mercy on his soul. Now, it, feels, don't... It, really, it feels like a Steven Seagal movie that Jason Statham stepped into last minute because Steven like twisted his ankle because he's like 300 pounds over overweight. Final question as we're wrapping up here. I asked this to Jonathan yesterday. I'm going to ask it to you, Jacob, and then Jonathan, you can say your response. Do you think that the people involved with this movie thought they were making their own John Wick franchise here? See, I, I honestly think they were trying to make something like good at first. But listen, like Jonathan said, because I heard his response. 
halfway through, there's no way, there is no shot that they thought they had a good product. There is no shot, bro. There is no shot. Halfway through, it's sunk cost, Rubens. Halfway through, it's yeah. like, damn, we've dropped $10 million on this already. I mean, maybe we can tax write it off, but I, we're really – movie studios are under scrutiny for doing that too much. So maybe we have to release this. We have to release this. <laughs> well, I think this movie made a profit just because it's so cheap. I mean, look at the explosions look like ass, bro. The explosions look like – like Freaking It looks like – Action movie 3D on the phone. Yeah, this iPhone. dude – <laughs> the, the 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 VFX studio just went online and looked up uh explosion JPEG transparent background and all they did was all they did was take a still image and just make it grow. They just, yeah. it and I and I love how everything conveniently explodes after he leaves, like all the time. All the time. Like, there's no, yeah. there's oh my no, God. How did he have, controlling? How did he have? Especially the first time was like the next call that comes in. Yeah. And then he's just the next call comes in literally like two minutes later. He's, he's outside. He's outside. He's, he's walking, walking away. He's Unless he like Unless, like, they said that he was willing to sacrifice himself. Maybe he was he's, willing to die. He's such a goober. He is such a goober. Remember that scene where he's like, now repeat after me. I will not prey on the weak ever again. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Uh, he beats the guy up with the landline. And he smacks the shit out of the guy. <laughs> yeah, he beats the shit out of a dude with a phone. He's just like, bop, <laughs> That dude, that that first action scene, or whatever, like with him breaking in, is hilarious. That I think that's like, yeah. That no, obviously, <laughs> at that at that point, I was still like, okay, maybe this could be so bad it's good. But then it kept getting worse. <laughs> I was like, there until the end. I thought it was so bad it's good until the movie Ruben, had no ending. Ruben, Ruben, I'm telling you, fifteen dollars at CVS. All right, I'm pretty sure they have a two for one deal at this point. On you know? what? COVID, COVID text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I think, I think the conversation with the plot holes, I am down to a three out of 10. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Thank All right. And that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you for thank joining you. us. We feel a so sense much. of belonging whenever you listen to us. Um, yes. I got to go yes. get some ointment for my hives. Uh, that one was bad. And see you later, honeys. I, I, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. would be unfortunate. You just play the outro music. <laughs>